Hello, pleasure lovers, and welcome to another episode on the Pleasure Talks podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. We have the amazing Hannah from Coochie Coochie Coochie, and I can't wait to delve into that with you guys. Um, thank you, all of our listeners, for making Pleasure Talks an amazing um, platform. As many of you know, this is a platform for women to share their own experiences and own stories on cannabis and sexual health. This is not a place to really share stories for treatments, uh, use, or saying that cannabis is a cure, but this is basically a platform for women to share their own stories. So take that with a grain of salt, get your bongs ready, get your papers ready, and we're going to dive on into a really sexy episode today, so I'm really happy. <laughs> Woohoo! So let's get started. So today we have the amazing Hannah from Coochie. How are you today, love? Oh, I'm so glad. We're very, I'm really happy that you're here as well. Um, here at Pleasure Peaks, it's all about cannabis and sexual health. And I love the brand that you've created. And it's so cool. If anybody is, hasn't seen Coochie 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 yet, it's a very cool, urban, fun group of gals that are doing dope things in the Toronto area. And me, myself, being a Toronto native, I had to have this girl on the, on the podcast, of course. So we want to get all into it. What was your real idea about how did Coochie start? And when was that for you? So we are now on our third year. Um, we officially started, <clears throat> excuse me, we officially started, it was December 13, 2017. So 2020 is officially our third year and it's been amazing. Um, it started from a breakup. <laughs> so <laughs> like a lot of other women I know, I was introduced to cannabis through a boyfriend. Um, pre-legalization a lot of women had a man that they went through to get weed just because and like the way it was um but I realized that after I went through this breakup with the person who had introduced me to cannabis that I didn't know where to go I didn't know what I was buying and it kind of also introduced the fact that so many of us women were going through men for a lot of our cannabis experience and also a lot of our cannabis knowledge. So from there, it kind of just went into me looking for other women that enjoy weed and looking for just another perspective. And I found that there are so many women in the industry and there's so many products in the industry specifically made for us and our bodies and the things that we go through. And I kind of just got sucked into the wormhole from there. Um, And I got to meet so many amazing, beautiful women doing amazing healing things with our favorite plant. And it's been great. That's amazing. I love that that cannabis has really brought you to opening up your community for women because (laughs) so much of us usually got our flower from our boyfriends who are probably stoners at the time too, right? Um, but then we notice that, yes, there's so many women that are in the cannabis industry, but there's also a cannabis community that is thriving and very much there. And, um, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of, of course. Um, so I wanted to ask you, how did, um, you really discover cannabis where, did you discover cannabis when you were younger? Was it through that partner or later on in your life? So I actually... So I discovered cannabis 
at the end of high school, like, for, I guess I tried weed for the first time in, like, grade 12. And then, like, it wasn't necessarily my thing. But then I went through university, <clears throat> and I started dealing with some more anxiety and depression. And I actually went through an abortion, which led to me just needing something to help me sleep, needing something to help me relax. And I was introduced to cannabis as a healthy option. Um, and then I actually did go on to go through some therapy and I continued to use cannabis throughout my wellness journey as, I don't, like, I want to say as like a nice cushion. <laughs> I find mm -hmm. that cannabis is kind of like a nice cushion for me when I'm going through anxiety or depression or whatever I might be going through because it, um, it kind of just like carries me through hard times is the way yeah. I like to put it. And I also didn't want to explore pharmaceuticals. So I was looking for more natural options. Yeah. So that's kind of where it began for me and it went from there. And then I started learning more about CBD. And now that I'm turning 28 this week, um, yeah, I'm definitely changing up how I'm consuming to fit my lifestyle and also like I've been through some healing and I find that I don't need it to carry me as much or as, as often in the same type of ways so yeah I've definitely curated my cannabis consumption and experience to what I needed during different parts of my wellness journey yeah and it sounds like it's definitely helped you you started a business with it and you named yeah, it and I love that intersectionality, of course. Pleasure Peaks is very similar in the sex space and also in the pleasure and cannabis space. Um, so how has cannabis really affected you in your sex life? Because I, uh, I can't, you know, not think about it, but coochie definitely makes me think of a pussy, so. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, no, cannabis definitely played a huge role in me finding my orgasm. Um, I think like a lot of other women, like, especially when you're first learning your body and you're first like trying to make it to the promised land, <laughs> I think a lot of it for us is like, at least for me, I'll speak on my experience, but for me, a lot of it was learning how to enjoy letting go and releasing control. And I think cannabis really helped me take that step. Um, and it also helped me just enjoy feeling what I was feeling because I feel like, especially when we're younger going into sex, like there's so much going on mentally about what you're supposed to look like and like, are you doing a good job? And like, there's just so much weird pressure that comes with the unknown and kind of being green, which is totally fair. It's like doing the Dougie for the first time. You're like, I don't Am I that's right <laughs> but I think like cannabis definitely took off a lot of that pressure and allowed me to be more present and um in my body mm -hmm. yeah most definitely um I love that thank you so much for sharing mm -hmm. and cannabis is so good at you know allowing people to really yes feel in tune with their body because we're not we're very present. It brings us to the present moment. We're not thinking about our bills. We're not thinking about what we're sh we need to shop for or the needs of whoever else. It's really our needs. We put ourselves first. And I absolutely love cannabis for helping women with their sexual pleasure, of course. So 
Mm-hmm. Tell me uh, a little bit more about what is in store for Coochie and you and yeah. Oh I have so much stuff. So to give people a little bit of a background, we do regular elevated classes around the city. Um, and also in Montreal, we started doing monthly pop-ups in Montreal where we do a community workout with Health Our Way. They do a donation-based community workout once a week where they bring their community together and all those donations are used towards their leadership camp where they bring you from their community um, and they just do excursions with them. They bring them to like art exhibitions and just fun shit to do on the weekends to keep them engaged and also to connect them with mentors and leaders that can just give them that energy and that space. So that's been super exciting before all of this, but we're definitely going to be transitioning a lot of our wellness into our online platform so we've started doing our ig live workouts with our community which has been a lot of fun i got my ass whooped last (laughs) wednesday we did our first workout with united boxing and christelle did our hot box where usually we would just consume cannabis and then do a boxing workout so now it's gonna be me or another member of our team with an instructor on our ig live doing different fitness workouts to help everyone come together and be active. Um, And I think it also helps us show people another side of cannabis and how cannabis can be really useful in our wellness and our like active training. Um, We are sold out of our bodega collaboration, which is super exciting. Um, So hopefully some more products on the way. Uh, What else is there? We have, we were supposed to have a section at the Cash Doll concert in April. So hopefully, eventually, that'll still be happening. Um, Yeah, it was going to be a lot of fun. We were going to have a stripper pole and coochie cash and all that good stuff. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of the same stuff for us. Like, we're going to be doing a lot, but just more and bigger. Um, I love it. It's that, you know, raw female empowerment that I think is so incredibly necessary. And, you know, like you're selling out and it's busy. So it's clearly there's a huge um, demographic of women that are wanting that type of community. Um, How important do you think cannabis really plays a role in helping women really feel empowered? I think for a lot of women, it can play a huge role in their empowerment. Um, Even just feeling empowered to be open about it. I think has been something really interesting for me to see in my peers and other women, especially in the city, because legalization happened and I don't necessarily feel like we've all felt a real shift in terms of the stigma and the way that we are looking at the plant um, now that it's legalized. And I do think it's gonna take some time and some steps and a little bit of encouragement and representation um, just for more women to realize that you can be a good woman who enjoys cannabis. You can be good, like a good mom who enjoys cannabis. You can be a professional woman who enjoys cannabis. And it in no way is anything that we need to be shameful about or um, hide. Yeah, that's so beautiful because 
I've worked in this space for so many years and the stigma is heavily prevalent, of course, but it is slowly going away as the years go by. But I remember even working at um, a woman girl I used to be the ex-director of Canada at that company. And I would have so many clients saying that they could never attend our events because it wasn't legal. And now, you know, now years down the line, they're dying to get involved in the industry. So it's totally fair because there has been a war on drugs for X amount of years. And that stigma is very heavily prevalent. But it's so important that we have community events that are educational so we can break those stigmas and break those myths and um, also feel empowered. I think that is something that's so beautiful for women because to be honest, everything that's like advertised to us and marketed through us through the media is not really to empower us. It's always to, you need this, you need this, you need, you know, your, and unfortunately it really bleeds into the sexual health space, right? Like I was just talking to my girlfriend about this. You're like, can you believe they still sell douches? Like, can you believe that? Like you're, you're, your pussy, your amazing yoni um, is not really supposed to be smelling like rose petals and unicorns, you know, as much as where people are advertising that it is. And that can create so much shame and guilt for women. So it's really like any sacred space and safe space that we can feel empowered is so incredibly important. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. I also, yeah, I actually just had a conversation with one of the girls on my team, Baz, and we were talking about how there's so much stigma still just around our anatomy and our bodies and how that trickles down into the fact that there's such a big gap in our education in terms of our sexual health and how to take care of your coochie and like what she needs and what a lot of the things like mean. Because yeah, like we were talking about how UTIs, like a lot of girls go through UTIs and don't talk about it and just suffer through it. I definitely did that in high school with my first one because I wasn't trying to tell anyone what I was feeling down there. But there's stuff like there's just a lot to it. And I think the more that we talk about it openly and normally like this, it just helps people feel like, oh, yeah, it's not that big of a thing. Like 50 percent of us have one. You know, I think we all have to go through the experience to figure it out for ourselves, unfortunately, as the saying goes. (laughs) It really is true. And like, yeah, it's just so interesting. Or even the fact that like, I realized the other day that a lot of boys like start masturbating when they're like 10 to 13. And a lot of women don't start coming until we're like in our early 20s. Yeah, very much. You had a PhD in this before I even started like this is what it's so true of course and I you know I think that ties into the orgasm gap as well (laughs) yeah I was gonna say the quality the orgasm gap is definitely up there in terms of what I'm looking for in terms of our quality a thousand percent um It's so incredibly important. The work that, you know, everybody in the sex space is really doing to push for their advancement and, you know, for the better. Um, There's so many amazing, amazing women in the sex industry that have pushing forward amazing things. And I really just do vouch for them. Mm -hmm, 100%. So is there any tips that you have in terms of 
using cannabis for intimacy for our amazing listeners at home? Um, I like how sexy are we trying to get? As sexy as we can get. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like for one, I love CBD lube. I think that was a definite game changer for me. Um, From texture to the like after effects, everything about CBD lube is completely my jam. I'm also a really big advert or like I, I, it feels weird saying I'm an advocate for it, but like I just really think that more women need to masturbate and enjoy that process for a lot of different reasons, like health reasons, obviously. I think it's great for natural pain relief, stress relief, sleeping, um, a lot of the same things that weed is great for. <laughs> So that's definitely a big one. And I would say when it comes to like actual sex, like I love I love smoking weed during sex with a partner. I always think that's really hot. But in general, I would say I really love indica. I love me some pink. I'm a real Canadian girl like that. But yeah, I love me some really strong indica so you get into those body buzz vibes. And I find that it helps me slow down. And like we were saying, it really gets me present and in my body. Yeah, I love that. And I love how you also mentioned that pink. Pink is just so prevalent in Canada. I feel like all of us Canadians just love the strain pink, but it's such an amazing strain and definitely one of my top favorites as well. I know it's so funny because like so many of the women that like I love in the industry where we all love pink and I think it was Leafly they just wrote an article about it like last week and it was like why Canadians love pink and I yeah like, I think I saw that <laughs> <laughs> I sent that to all of my American friends and I was like I told you like, yeah. I'm really shocked when I can't find it at a dispensary down there of course all of my friends in new york are like what the fuck is like what is she talking about she's always talking she wants pink this and pink that i'm like you guys don't have pink down here it's not the same yeah, they don't know they don't know i <laughs> don't know you can come on this side and we'll teach you something yes exactly so you're basically like the queen of cannabis and self-love and self-empowerment for women and coochies everywhere. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, like I think a lot of it is, I think it's kind of funny because when we got into the space and before I got even ready to claim empowerment, I really thought about what it meant to me. And I think it's just, I want the opposite of a mean girls club. Like I want us to be the UN of aunties that are just, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I think it's just a lot of good vibes and like hot girl vibes as well in the sense that like we can all shine together. You can rock your lane and I can rock my lane and we can all just share blend and, you know, enjoy each other's amazingness together. So in that sense, it's been, really fun like every day has been a lot of fun I talk about coochies and cannabis and I get to celebrate such beautiful women every day so it's hard to complain (laughs) beautiful that's amazing and I just wanted to circle back just because we love to talk a lot about sexual health ailments and it's so important that we share these stories to help other women as well and our our, our other listeners so i wanted to follow up with the question or the statement that you mentioned that you've gone through an abortion if you're comfortable sharing yeah, for sure. 
on how cannabis has really helped you on that part of life because I know a lot of my friends have gone through certain instances and also consume pot, but I can't speak from it from it myself. So I would love to hear on how that has worked for you. Yeah, so I I went through my abortion when I was 20. And at the time, I wasn't consuming cannabis regularly at all. Um, but I was definitely, I definitely found it to be a traumatic experience, like a lot of other women do. And I like immediately after found myself just having like overwhelming emotions that I wasn't at the time prepared to deal with. Like I just didn't have the mental health tools to handle everything that I was feeling at the time. And I like, I think a lot of people when they go through that stage, when you start your mental health journey you do get presented with a lot of options like pharmaceuticals and um like yeah just other options to help people find that calmness or to like lift you through those emotions and i really enjoyed cannabis at the time i found that it really calmed me down it really soothed me and got my heart rate down and my anxiety down and like eased the tension in my chest that I would feel like before a panic attacks and that type of stuff. And I also enjoyed the fact that it was helping me sleep. Like there were no side effects except for the fact that I might sleep more than I had planned to, which is also really healing for a lot of people. Um, because even when we're going through a lot of emotions, like sleeping can be something that is hard for us to achieve, um, that we all need 100%, especially while we're healing. So I've just found that when I would listen to the commercials for what pharmaceutical side effects sound like, and it's like a freaking best of rhymes of possible side effects. <laughs> and some of them are really serious. And some of them are, they sound worse than what we're trying to help. So I, and I took that, I've always taken that seriously. And I always wondered, I guess, like why that seems okay. But yeah, I think that's, just kind of where it started for me. I found that like weed was my island during a hard time. Um, and then from there, it, being able to calm down also gave me the mental space and the mental clarity to know what the next steps were and to be present and take it step by step. So instead of feeling like this overwhelming feeling that is like you don't know where to start with how to handle it and deal with it, I think cannabis also gave me that breather and that pause to sort out what needed to be done and like be able to move forward. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. No worries. Yeah. I like, I think it's also like an accomplishment, you know, when you can talk about things and not cry. So like for me, it's good too, because it's like, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like I can definitely relate with like the you know, the tight chest that can happen every so often, that overwhelming yeah. feeling or anxiety feeling that, you know, so many of us can go through for so many different reasons, but um, something that could be as heavy as that cannabis can definitely be a cushion yeah. to lie on, you know, so, and uh, I'm a huge support supporter of using cannabis for dealing with heavy things, just because I find that it makes things a little bit lighter. You don't, you think of everything at once, you're really present and you're able to decarb, carb, 
you know, decompart all of these <laughs> ideas and break them down into something that's a lot more easier to digest for you. So it's in such an incredible, amazing healing plant. And I'm so thankful that it's come across your path and you're doing what you're doing for women. Um, and it's, it's, it's just so incredibly ne necessary. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I, thank you. I, I honestly, like, I think it's something that a lot of women need and like, it's very underrated for us because in general, like when I meet new women and in general, like we're just stressed out a lot of the time. <laughs> like it is true, and then, like it is something that we're constantly trying to manage, and like we all have so much that we're trying to manage. And you know, weed has been my best friend. Like always there with a hug. Exactly, it's an amazing support system if used appropriately. For Do you sure. have any favorite? Oh, I guess I already asked you your favorite strain. It's a question we ask everyone. <laughs> But we all know push pinkish is up there. Yeah. I'm like, anything pink is my favorite strain. I really like blue as well. Anything blue. <laughs> We're very into colors right now. Um, I find that blue strains are really, really nice during the daytime, um, especially like if I'm trying to be a little bit more creative. But in general, yeah, I like me some pink. I have been using more CBD though during the day. Um, I've also been playing around with some infused olive oils and like a little bit more with the edibles during quarantine mm -hmm. um since I have nowhere to go <laughs> yeah. yeah edibles are a great thing to be doing during quarantine with the long lasting effects you know edibles usually take about an hour to two hours to kick in and they have about to seven to eight hour lasting time and if you got time with that which we know you do <laughs> It's a great time to play around with maybe your level oil machine or your crock pot at home. You mm -hmm. know, look up those videos on how to make some infused oils or butters. I like to make glycerins too if I want to make cannabis cocktails. There's so much you can do out there. I love to learn how to make a cannabis cocktail. Yeah, me and Evan teaching had a lot of stuff. We're growing right now. How are your seeds? Oh my God, they have them. Okay, my seeds are, do you want to see? They're actually really cute. So the Show rest me. of my seeds, hold on. So the rest of my seeds have actually sprouted, but the ones that I planted in the soil, those ones still aren't showing yet. But the ones that we're taking a little bit, they're really cute right now. Look, we have like, we have full tails. Oh, full tails. Yes. Yeah, so those are definitely ready for some soil. For those that are listening, I've been um, teaching Hannah germination, which is the process of getting your seeds uh, ready for soil before we, they're ready for planting. So if you have some seeds around, what I like to do is I'm always smoking different strains, you know, and you always have like a keef catcher, but what I always wanted to is to have another bottle beside that would just collect the seeds that I find from all of the different flowers I, I smoke. So I've collected lots of seeds over the years and I have no idea what they are, but I just keep them aside. And you know, 420 is such like a cannabis culture term, but another cannabis culture term is May 2-4. May 2-4 is basically around the time where we want to put our seeds into soil. Um, 
it's just like a part of the calendar that many of the community understands it is a perfect time for growing. So before here, before May 2-4, what you would do is you would soak your seeds for 24 hours in water, lukewarm water, just to make sure that it is absorbing um, all that water because the seed has probably been dry, <laughs> super dry for a while. And after you soak them in the water, the next day you look at your seeds and they have basically cracked the shell. And after the shell is cracked, you're going to put them on some paper towel and leave overnight in a dark area for another 24 hours. And by the next day, your seeds are basically sprouting. The sprouts are coming out of the cracked shell. And it was a process that me and Hannah have been working with because we have so many seeds. So some are cracking, some are not cracking, and are very nurturing this part of this plant. But it's such an amazing time to grow if you're not right now, especially during this quarantine, I definitely would recommend it. And I'm glad that that you're loving it so much. <laughs> I am. I'm taking it so seriously. I'm a guybird, a blue light system with my shoe rack. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're making it happen. Um, I think I'm also going to, I was a little bit of a rebel with the first seeds that I planted because I got my soil from a unnamed source. So <laughs> we're going to be a little bit more responsible with the rest of my seeds and I'm going to follow your instructions. I think you said medium soil. Yeah, medium soil if you can. It's a good soil. Not a soil that has too many nutrients or fertilizers because your seed is very um, fragile at that time still. Gotcha. So the rest of them are going to go and healthy soil and then hopefully these ones will be to smoke the other ones will be for art amazing i'm so yeah. happy <laughs> i every yeah me too i'm excited like almost every few hours of checking on my plants i absolutely adore them it's a great process highly recommend <laughs> i've actually recently became a plant mom in quarantine so not just with our plants that we're growing but like i recently got a, a fig tree and I'm just I'm trying I'm trying to get my green thumb the city girl is trying a thing <laughs> yeah so so important get your greens in one way or another don't just smoke them <laughs> that's it right there 100% how are you doing though I'm doing well honestly I am thank you so much for asking me on this podcast this pleasure talks podcast has been so nourishing for me I get to connect with all of my favorite colleagues and friends and amazing people that I've just known for a really long time that deserve to have our stories being shared there's so much when it comes to cannabis and sexual health that you know I'm so passionate about and I'm, I'm here to you really just make the world a better place in, in the way that I know. And yeah, it's about raising awareness on cannabis. It's just the best super plant I've ever met. <laughs> no, I love that. That's so beautiful. I love that you're doing that. And yeah, like, it's so great for you to be or for all of us to be able to connect. And I feel like even for people to be able to listen to, like in the background, I enjoy it when there's like podcasts or voices and they know what's all about at home. Of course, if you're listening to us and you love us, definitely tag us on your stories or Instagram or Twitter. We're on all social media platforms. We would love to cultivate this community. And as most of you guys know who have been listening, this podcast tour, this podcast was supposed to be a tour on North America. So as soon as the COVID is gone, we would love to definitely be integrated back within our community because we miss you guys too. <laughs> So how can our listeners find you? Ah, okay. So for 
Awesome. And do you have any last tips you want to share with our with our listeners? <laughs> be a little bit nice to our lungs and also like because it's the time for it um, and I hope people grow grow with us because it's time and people still have time before May 2 for a weekend yeah save your lungs and there's tons of time before May 2 for and um it's a great time to get growing, getting those green thumbs up. Thank you guys so much for listening to another epic episode. This has been so much fun having Hannah on board with us today. And we have so much in stock for you. Thank you guys so much for making this all come true. See you guys in the next one. <laughs> Ciao.